Hello, this is Timmy Black, and welcome once again to another episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists. Now, this might, this might seem like an odd question, but you ever, you ever feel like you're on the edge of madness? I, I, I'm not. I'm not kidding. It's a serious question. Do you do you ever feel that? Um, I don't know. Like you're on the, like you're on the precipice of. I don't. Know, you know that 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 fragile place where where the world of appearances gives way to the world of mystery. Gives way to the world of unhealthy mystery. You see. <laughs> That's why I never make New Year's resolutions. I mean, why bother? I'm, I'm not overweight. I exercise regularly. I don't drink to excess. And I've struck through the years with trial and error, the near perfect balance of work and leisure. I mean, in the world of New Year's resolutions, I'm pretty near perfect and if I thought a small dose of humility would help my quality of life I would have addressed that years ago but alas I haven't but this 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 perilous edge I'm talking about between lucidity and derangement has always been a bit more a bit more tricky for me I mean I have no trouble no trouble at all cutting down on carbs, but I can't seem to shake this, this, this irrational attraction for willful hallucination. I mean, some days, some days are much better than others. What I mean to say is that some fantasies, some delusions, are much more satisfying than others. And when I was younger, about this time each year, I tried committing myself to a, to a steady regimen of mature rationality, but I could, I could never stick to it. Now, I don't know if this is common, but I figure, <laughs> what good is a podcast if I can't use it to to crowdsource my confessions, to, to crowdsource my weaknesses, crowdsource my anxieties. So tell me, tell me what you think. Tell me what you think what, about what I just said. And, 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 if, and if you haven't already committed this to, to memory, my email is, again, Timmy Black Podcast, one word, Timmy Black Podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Now, come to think of it, I actually, I, I did once make a New Year's resolution. It was a few years ago. I, ma I made a resolution never again to read museum wall labels. Now, my eyesight is not what it used to be, and neither is my posture. And, and bending down and, and, and squinting through my graduating eyeglasses, is that how they put it? The, the anyway, 
I figured that the juice just wasn't quite worth the squeeze. Did I say that right? The juice is not... Anyway, museum wall labels, you ever read those things? I don't know about you, but I prefer to do my reading sitting down, or preferably lying down, lying down in bed, like Proust. But, of course, unlike Proust, I like lying down in bed with a nice bowl of unsalted kale chips and a hot cup of clove turmeric tea. That's how I like to read, not standing up in a museum with tons of people crowding over me, breathing on me, sometimes even, sometimes even touching me. I don't like reading like that. And besides, this wall label thing, this wall label, presumably this wall label was written by someone considerably smarter than me and is intended its intention is to assist me in decoding the artwork in front of me. Well, you see, when it comes to works of art, I have to say I prefer the, I prefer the wholesale approach, the, the direct approach where I allow the work and the artist behind the work to try to speak to me directly, not the retail approach, not, not the retail approach that's dependent on, on middlemen. Or, or middle people, dependent on, on, on uh, middle women to help me understand. I don't need middle women to help me understand what's right in front of me. And, and, and by the way, what is all the fuss about understanding things? Why do we, why do we feel the need to reduce everything to a paraphrase. Why can't, why can't I let meaning dangle? Dangle, dangle like, uh, like, 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 like vermicelli hanging from the corner of a toddler's mouth. Why can't I allow significance to recede and give more space to disarray, to confusion, to, to the delirious fog of, of incomprehension, huh? Why? I happen to be attracted to uncertainty, especially with works of art. But of course, as in most things, I am hopelessly anachronistic. I know, I know. And if explaining art suddenly went out of fashion, then a whole lot of people would be out of work. I realize that, so I, 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 I try to be charitable and I can see that that unnecessary obscurity can be something of an economic stimulus, a, a job creator. So I don't begrudge the critics, the, the, the curators, the, uh, the, uh, the graduate students. You gotta work. You, you gotta work and you gotta have something to do. But me, I am a sashimi type of person. I like, I like, I like to, I, I like to take my works of art raw and let meaning and significance settle upon me as if by a mist, assuming that somewhere, somewhere between the, the, the murk of uh, 
bewildered skepticism and the, and the incandescence of radiant prophecy, an idea in the form of a work of art gave birth to itself. And the artist, the artist, the artist was merely, I don't know, a, 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 an intermediary, a, a bystander, though by no means a disinterested bystander, but, but more like a midwife or, or, or not a midwife, maybe a midwife's assistant where the actual work of creation was not concocted in some studio, but perhaps was perpetrated by some deeper, darker force course you can't fit all that on a fortune cookie but luckily for us you can find it on a regular basis on the lives of contemporary artists